This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Better. Uh, join us. It's the football ramble. Pete's choking on grease. I am. <laughs> I've had a fairly heavy uh, Sam's chicken chicken. Oh, a bit of free advertising for you, Sam. Yeah. Oh. Um, we're here and we mean it. It's the football ramble. James or Jim's back once again. Hello. Pete's here. Hello. Luke is present. Hello. All right. And so am I. Um, gentlemen. It's the business end of the season. It is. <laughs> well, it's, we're well into it. We're nearly over. Mm. Um, well, yeah, that's what business end means. Yeah, really, yeah I suppose yeah. so. So well done. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> the title is uh, to be decided very, very soon. That's the inspiration. What's been your favourite title run-in from the, uh, the history books? From the history books, no <laughs> less. No less. Oh. Yeah, I don't want anything outside those books. Any of you like who are doing future title running, <laughs> <laughs> forget it. <laughs> or fictional title running. Yeah. No, that could probably be done. No, no not in. No, the not in yeah. Fine. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going first? Pete. Um, I'm going to go for one because I assume you are expecting me to do a certain title race that uh, will probably never be repeated again. Oh, you kept pretty quiet <laughs> up till now. That one. <laughs> Uh, the uh, when I was a student uh, in 2001, uh, there wasn't a lot of Italian football on the television, but we did have Eurosport. So you occasionally Euro got a bit of a touch. <laughs> sport. Yeah. sport. <laughs> what was that about? Yeah. What like the uh, long pauses on Eurosport? <laughs> you know, really it's like Harold Pinter was sort of in charge <laughs> of the program. There was one guy who used to come to every single sport. Yeah. As well. Do you know who that was? Who was it? Stato. What, Angus Deep? Deep yeah, from... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, Angus Locker in his name. Right? Uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a horse racing buff, isn't he? Um, bankrupt now, I think. I went for... Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he is. It's not funny. I, he definitely did go bankrupt at some point. Oh, yeah. Pete, please. Outrageous. Um, uh, 2001-2002, uh, Serie A, where... Um, yes. Where um, it was weird that um, Weirdly Kievo came up Oh yeah, on, and, and, and they were, they did a bit of a hull. They led all se- well. They led until the midpoint. They led, led until Christmas, and then they just fell. Aw- then they just fell away. Not as low as Hull. You mean Hoffenheim? Hoffenheim, because Hull never really led, did they? No, Hull did the first. No, Hull, Hull did the first. Remember, they did brilliantly for the first like two or three months. Yeah, but they were never going to like Hoffenheim. I think would be more accurate because Hoffenheim were for ages, weren't they? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Each analogy is fine. I'm just reaching out to the to the Bavarian community to our German brother. Yeah, that's right. But they were they were at the top of. 
Christmas they fell away they, they still only they still managed to get fifth but yes. um, and then Inter sort of took their mantle and they led all the way through the rest of the season and then on the final day um, they lost 4-2 away at uh, Roma Roma came second Inter came third and Juventus leaped left to the that's top. right I think there was two <laughs> points it. it was it was yeah, yeah. Juve were on 60 was it 81 or 62, 61 and 60 or something points great stuff yeah it was very that's close incredible. that's a great that's a brilliant start yeah, good show. but the, the, historically the Serie, Serie A has always been a little bit more interesting because I mean, it used to be because well, a lot of them cheat <laughs> 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 well, so, well, yeah. but it cancels sure. each other out yeah. Yeah. Well, you look at that and then uh, only un- until what was it like mid- mid-90s it was two points were drawn stuff and oh yeah, no, it, absolutely. And, yeah and also yeah. with like um, you, saw, you used to get relegation uh, playoffs and stuff yeah. and, and when the, it used to be tied yeah because they didn't do in goal difference <laughs> It's always been an interesting league to me. Yeah. I mean, people who say it's boring don't believe the hype. It's good, yeah. and it always has been, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, but um, Kievo, the, the flying donkeys. That's what they're indeed. Yeah. 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 Great, James, James. What have you got for us? Uh, I have got the 1988-89 title running, which <laughs> was when it's up course, for grabs now. It, it is indeed <laughs> not to uh, promote a, a rival podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's up for grabs now. Yeah. Well, um, basically, there's a lot of misconceptions about this because I think people think that Liverpool had led the whole season, then Arsenal hauled them in, but that isn't how it was. <laughs> Arsenal had led for a long, long, long time, and Liverpool then caught them up. And that game in particular had been rescheduled because of what happened at Hillsborough. Yeah. So that was. Course, last yeah. game of the season and it was sort of it was deliberately moved to be that and it was almost deliberately set up as like a sort of um, sort of playoff for yeah. the title and Obviously, it's absolutely an incredible game. No, but Arsenal had to win by two goals, didn't they? They did, they did but yeah. there's another misconception about this as well. It's, it's worth remembering, Arsenal hadn't won the title in something like 18 years. Liverpool hadn't lost by two goals at Anfield in something like four seasons. And <laughs> Arsenal, obviously, we all know what happened. They, the Arsenal won 2-0 with like, the last kick of the game. But right, what people yep. don't realise, people think it was one on goal difference. It wasn't. It was one on goals scored. Oh. The, <laughs> only, the only way to sort of get sort of tighter than that is to like win the league on corners. Alphabet- yeah. Alphabetical order, though. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like it's absolutely five absolutely incredible. And Perry Groves was involved as well. So, what, what I love, what <laughs> I, the, the, the best bit um, about that whole thing is if you watch the footage, that Arsenal when the, when the uh, the final whistle goes and they all go mental because, mm. as you say, I mean those stats speak for themselves. Mm. What an achievement it was! Yeah. Winning the league is an incredible achievement, especially with those uh, kind of things. And and as all the Arsenal players are going mental, George Graham starts doing that thing. You know when managers call for calm, they put their hands yeah. out. Yeah. He's going calm. Go, all right, calm down, calm down. Why? He does. You watch it. Why does he do that? I don't know. I'm not a very, very dour man. man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, all right, okay. Look, we've you won st- it. We still yeah. need to defend. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need to defend it next year. All right. It's only going to get harder. Well, the training session now. <laughs> yeah. I'm off to pick up a brown envelope. <laughs> White envelope was never good enough for that no, man. No. Luke. Um, I'm not really going to beat those two guys this, this week. I mean, I'm three in a row. So. <laughs> so You're not going for, not going for the whole. Fergie. It's been a three P. So uh, I'm going to not give one. <laughs> I'm retiring <laughs> I'm giving up my belt no, um, I'm going to go for the Premier League or Premiership as it probably was then it was uh, 94-95 season I knew you were going to go with where that Blackburn won the league and uh, well, didn't I think Manchester United needed to win at West Ham they needed yeah. to bet Better yeah, Blackburn. But no, Blackburn. no, no, no. They did better Blackburn, but they Blackburn, needed to win. Yeah, and Blackburn lost at Liverpool, didn't they? Yeah. But they still won the title. But Ludek Mikloszko just was like some sort of super keeper from the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kept, from um, the future. It was just amazing. He was everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I think they ended up Andy Cole missed a couple of good shots. one all. Yeah, and, and yeah. the reason I was He made a great save from a Mark Hughes header as well. And they put well, a lot of chances wide as well. West Ham really, really celebrated that as yeah, well. They because did, yeah, they were yeah. so delighted to deny United. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a big, it's a sort of, sort of weird. Is, is that rivalry sort of come from Paul? 
Paul Ince when he went to United. Ince was playing that day. Yeah, I reckon that's I think Ince something to do with that, actually. He posed in the United shirt when he was still a West Ham player, yeah, didn't he? That's basically what I mean, about. they've never forgiven them, him for that to the point where they actually boo Clayton Ince if he <laughs> ever plays <laughs> against them, which is amazing. It's funny, isn't it? Because West Ham haven't really got a reputation for unfairly booing ex No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, anyway, but um, I think I, uh, the reason that I went for that one just yeah. quickly, just to finish off, is because um, that was the last time that someone who wasn't a little bit sort of boring won the won the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was certainly my first sort of like. Bloody hell! Yeah, but having said that, Blackburn did spend an awful lot of cash, you know. Yeah. Jack Walker's millions and all that. But it, any talks of um, conspiracy? Because obviously Blackburn going into it the last day against Liverpool, everyone thought, well, Liverpool probably just, you know, let them let them win. Especially as Dalglish is their manager, yeah. Liverpool yeah. beat them. You know, it was yeah, I don't, I don't buy. I mean, you'll probably come on to that in a minute with what happened at the weekend. But I, I don't, I don't buy. No, I don't. Know. Like Glenn Hoddle said, and he said, you know. If you spent any time in professional football, these boys, when they've got a bit of leisure time, when they're on the way trip and stuff, they go mental about losing their table tennis games. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. They don't right. want to lose anything. They never want to lose. No, completely. Uh, I'm going to go for one. It was um, uh, a few years ago, not that long ago, in Scotland, actually. And it was incredible. Rangers and uh, Celtic going in the last day. Rangers oh, it was Rangers and Celtic, was it? Yeah. And uh, Rangers, <laughs> were, Rangers were away to Hibs <laughs> and Celtic were away to Motherwell. I think Rangers were away to Hibs And Rangers um, needed to win And Celtic to lose And Celtic were away to Motherwell And you know Kind of routine stuff And Rangers were 1-0 up And, and did beat Hibs 1-0 And Celtic were 1-0 up With a few minutes to go And that's just Well play, see the game out It's Jobs are good for Celtic yeah. Yeah. Motherwell e- equalised on 87, 88 minutes And you thought Oh a bit of a nervy, nervy finish And Motherwell scored In the 90th minute And Rangers won the league And, and the the reason why I'm choosing that one is because it was just so incredible in a few minutes. Yeah. The, le- the league, I mean, it's Celtic are 1 0 up against Motherwell, you know, on 88 minutes or whatever. Yeah. It's done, it's fine. Yeah. Done, done and then suddenly, whoom, it just yeah. goes straight to the other half of the city. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, Terry Butcher, I think, was in charge of Motherwell at the time, and of course, he's ex Rangers. It's a nothing game for Motherwell. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, definitely. Absolutely nothing game. They can't, and like, he's telling them to get it up the park, and when they <laughs> yeah. score, he's going absolutely mental. I can't, I can't stand <laughs> Terry Butcher. <laughs> but I can't stand him. But it's more, more for the fact I've chosen that one. It's just that how incredible that that you know that even the last few kicks. Yeah. It, it wasn't even a case of oh, with Motherwell draw. It was it's amazing how, how close it can come. Yeah, down. that's yeah. right. I mean, it's it amazing how often it, com- it, it comes down to the last game. Of the yeah, season. yeah. It yeah, shouldn't sure, do yeah. really if, yeah. if, if football teams are, are, can be sort of so predictable. You know, mm. right? but they're <laughs> yeah, just not. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, throwing a lead away like that when you've got literally minutes of a season left mm. to turn it around. You, you know, when something happens and you just feel sick. Oh, do you know what I mean? Where you imagine how you would feel as a player, and when that just happens, you like your legs would go to jelly. Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? You would just be like, just numb. It, yeah. I, I genuinely think there'd be supporters who sort of go, on, well, this must, be, I mean, this is this some real? sort of mistake. You yeah, know, yeah. it was you do feel like, like that. I don't don't when something out of the blue happens against <laughs> your team, you're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, it's going to be, the whole season's going to be pulled back from outside. I haven't, I haven't, I don't know if you guys can help me out with this, but what you were saying earlier reminds me of, I think when Man City needed to get a certain result, I think it was to stay up. Against Liverpool, they were 2 0 down. And they thought that was enough. So they yeah. started taking the ball and putting right, it in the corner did. and stuff. They did. But then we're going to get rid of games. Well, that was it. I mean, yeah, we're talking at so the, other the, end, maths wrong. the other end of the table. <laughs> They did the Man City where they were two 0 down against Liverpool was it at home. Dickoff in the corner with the ball. It might not have been Dickoff, <laughs> but they, they had to. It might be Gary Flickroff or something. I can't remember now. But yeah, they, they basically they, got their sums wrong. That was when Sunderland do that once as well. 
Didn't they get? Didn't Pod people most certainly done it? Did As they, predict, they predict uh, Sunderland pre- predicted that they'd be all right with so many points, and somebody along the way had never double checked the numbers, and they. And yeah. they oh, are you and I'm sure it was the relegation season. But with mistakes, the Man City thing, with the Man City, with the Man City thing, there was a lot of teams I think that could have got relegated that day, and they were getting probably feeds through to yeah, the bench exactly. and stuff like that, and, and, it, and it got it was a mistake. Mate. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. care how many teams were involved in that relegation scrap. The maths are not that hard. No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> winning's always a good thing. Always a good thing. <laughs> Um, well, let's get the points dished out, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to give it to James or Jim. Oh, <laughs> he was, was looking at Pete as he <laughs> said that. That was Pete mean. was celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> I feel betrayed. Like, and that's uh, just an example of how the, the title race can go to the wire, Pete. You, you, thought <laughs> <laughs> you are ruthless, uh, Anne Robinson. No, because that's the, to me that's the ultimate one. Okay, with Arsenal bleak parables like Jesus. <laughs> That's I a bit like, like the don't, league, don't isn't it? I don't want people to compare me with Jesus again. I, <laughs> <okay>? <laughs> I thought Pete should have got the points there, but for what it's worth, Pete. Yeah, cheers. If nothing. You, if, you gave nothing up, but yeah. if you give up, because the Luke, points are worth something. Can I have some Lukey tokens? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've won so much. I'll give you a couple of points. They've yet to be tallied up. Um, uh, but United and Chelsea this season yeah. in the present, we're going to have to go into the final day needing wins. The pair of them. What well, a United will hopefully uh, well, will want uh, Chelsea to lose. Of course, I touted Chelsea for the top in the summer. I'm sticking. You did. Yeah, yeah, you touted you United. Uh, yeah. I went with it's not over. As well, but, it's, not, uh, it's not over. All to play for. Yeah, I can't see Chelsea <laughs> slipping up. It's Wigan to be no. Chelsea have suddenly found because uh, they were a bit nervy at home to Bolton, weren't they? That, One a thing few weeks ago, and then seven oh, yeah. nil against Stoke, and then I think it could be another thrashing. I really do. One yeah. thing will like, definitely happen. High. I hope it's not though. But Dave mm. Wigan will come out again, won't he? Going, I'll do, I'll do Sir Alex a favour. Oh, will oh he? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves Alex. He loves Alex Ferguson. And they win. Do you remember that, that a while ago? Oh, it'll be nice to see them. He said, I think he said it'd be nice to see them win the league at the DW Stadium or whatever it was Who called then, the JJV Stadium, when they were playing against Wigan. So what he was saying was oh, It'd yeah, be nice yeah. for Wigan to lose <laughs> yeah. At home Against United Because then United Will win the title He's like what <laughs> are you doing horrible, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, like when it, Both, both Wigan fans Were gutted about that <laughs> yeah. well, It's like when Pl- Plymouth went down And then uh, Newcastle Won the league at, well, And they played We are the champions We were watching that After recording the show It was just the, the biggest Insult this, to like, Plymouth Are they at St James's Park I was like, Have you seen the stadium Plymouth it wasn't like oh it was a nothing game for Plymouth and you kind of like oh well well done they went down yeah. and, and there was a Newcastle pitch invasion yeah. they are loud and they're all we are the champions just <laughs> playing you can see like some of the younger um, Plymouth fans singing we are the champions <laughs> <laughs> just it was grotesque that is yeah. like, if I was a long standing Plymouth fan I would have be been very disappointed like in like, the running of my club universe. yeah <laughs> Incredible. Someone who, you know, works at Plymouth has obviously made the decision to play We Are The Champions. Yeah. What's he doing? Oh. Imagine, it, imagine it in the PA box. What's that CD there? That was, <laughs> it's Queen's well, Greatest Hits 2. Yeah, we might get relegated today. No, that's We Are The Champions. So I'm going to put it on in Newcastle. You're doing shouldn't, what? It be an, shouldn't it be another one bites the dust? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they had a bad down, 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 down. Or Radio Gaga. Um, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That was meant to be Smooth, a silly comment on. Meant yeah. to be a silly comment um, <laughs> Success Thanks <laughs> Chelsea did beat Liverpool 2-0 Steven Gerrard played Drogba in quite nicely If, if Gerrard hadn't had such a shit season I'd be like Conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> But it's very much fitting of how he's played so far this season So He just doesn't look as interested does he His body language has been He needs to change awful. clubs I think Yeah Well when Chelsea tried to sign him 
they probably thought, yeah, in the future he'll definitely win us a title. And he still has done. He scored a great goal at Burnley the other week. Though, didn't well, he? couple, didn't he? Yeah. He looked like the Gerard of old. Gerard but, I mean, do you of think old. The Gerard of yore. I know we always talk about this, but I would love to see him go abroad. It does look like he's sort of stale at Liverpool. And does it, but isn't he one of those guys who just... He's he just loves Liverpool so much, and he can't be away from there. Yeah, for it a is. While. But I think the problem with that, though, James, it, it, going abroad would be great. But I think there was a, a, a situation with Gerard and Lampard, probably one or two others as well, that they they had an opportunity probably to go mm. abroad, and it would have benefited them massively because they would have been young enough yeah. to for it would sort of influence their career. Now they could go abroad to, to, to Spain or Italy and probably do do well there, but it's not going to develop anymore as a player because they're probably not going to develop any more than they have already anyway. Yeah, because they're not twenty two, twenty. Well, I don't know. Certain they? players, as they sort of reach their twilight, almost they do be, become. Um, Different players. Well, that are, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would like to see like it happen. Maybe the Gary Lineker, line. maybe when he went to Nagoya Grand Versace. Indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's probably the, the <laughs> sort of definitive <laughs> example. Yeah. But he can't be that marauding sort of midfielder for forever. You know what I mean? He's gonna have to change his game at some point. Well, unfortunately for Gerard, he's just one of those players which is he's a Roy of the Rovers player. So mm. he's, he's notorious for not following instructions. He's notorious for just mm. doing everything himself. Almost sort of what Cristiano Ronaldo suffers from sometimes when he gets frustrated. Which is perhaps why on, on the international scene they, they don't do so well. Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps, yeah. But it's just an opinion. Yeah. Um, Football's all about opinions, even <laughs> though it isn't. I hate, <laughs> yeah. really hate it's it about when people games. say that. It's, it's a very, balls. very abstract notion. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, you know, archery is all about embarrassment. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> nonsense. Um, <laughs> Rafa Benitez um, wouldn't answer questions about his future. Did you see that on the facts? Well, apparently, That's nobody saw it. This, oh. this is a fact. Yeah. He, no, the, 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 uh, the interviewer kept saying, so what about your future? Well, I, I think we should just focus on the game. And he mm. just, he wouldn't answer well, it. if he runs out of games? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, then he's in trouble. There's only yeah. a couple left. Quick, organise a game, I've got a press conference tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to concentrate on the game. Well, I've just done a sponsored <laughs> silence, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He goes mental sometimes, Benito. Yeah, 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 he's very bad at mind games. He, he just keeps loads of pressure on Liverpool. <laughs> on himself. <laughs> yeah. He's I'm, like, he's like the Frank Spencer in mind games. He goes all blotchy. When he goes blotchy you think oh dear but when, when he got chas- chastised by um, I thought you were going to say chatted up <laughs> yeah <laughs> by who he just got all thing. flustered at a press yeah, conference yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got, um, he got sort of reined in a bit by Hicks and Jeanette mm. and he got really pissed off about it didn't he yeah. and, and he, all he would say was I, oh, every answer was like I coached the team and that's all. Oh, that's yeah, right. You know, yeah, he yeah, goes yeah. off on one sometimes. He's going to pop about the fixtures again as well, wasn't he? It's like, yeah, well, we got this game so soon after the Europa League. Well, you've got yourself in in the Europa <laughs> yeah. League, which you're now out of, and you're out of the title race anyway. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting really bored of that man, to be honest. Oh yeah, and his stupidity. Just his <laughs> no stupidity. Just his <laughs> complete <laughs> lack of uh, engagement with anybody who asks him a question. <laughs> yeah. Just sort of like he lacks no. grace, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think I'd so. Say, and empathy. But I think, in fairness, mm. to give a bit of balance, you could have leveled out quite a lot of. Uh, Oh, yeah. Managers, yeah. Apart from Roy Hodgson. Well, um, I expect there'll be a bit more on him later, will there, Marcus? Well, nah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you see Spurs' uh, slightly nervy performance against Bolton? Well, I say that. I mean, they should have won it by more than 1 0, yeah. but Tom Huddleston scored an yeah. absolute beauty. Huddleston's one of those players where he does hit incredible yeah. shots quite often that don't quite go in and yeah. are nearly amazing, and it's just a matter of time. For <laughs> well, his radar will get in yeah. and he'll get about 58 oh. goals a season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's the best. He's the best ball striker of the ball at Spurs since Glenn Hoddle, in my opinion. Wow, he's an amazing striker of the ball. Big talk. Yeah. No, but he does hit it so well. Stephen Freund. You, it's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. you know, it's <laughs> he's up there. You can tell that it fizzes through the air when he hits it. Yes, you know what I, mean? I like a fizz. Oh, yeah. The technique is, is absolutely unbelievable. His technique is super. Yeah. I, I think David Bentley's got very good technique when it comes to shooting, but nothing else. 
Uh, come on, I think Bentley's a good player. No, Bentley is a good player. Great crosser he just, of the ball. It's not working for him at Spurs. He was he's, superb at Blackburn. He's, he's not suddenly a shit player. Is no, but he's, he's got just, he's got the Campbell. Right. What you what you said. He's got the uh, Nicholas Bentner, who's half as good as he thinks he is. He'd be twice as good as he yeah, is. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's true, though, isn't it? He's a yeah, similar no, sort. Very much so. Um, indeed. Who would you prefer to see? Full spot, Man City or Spurs? Um, well, At the time of recording, they haven't played each other. Yeah, but but well, who would you prefer? My, my sort of rationale is that if Man City get it, it'll be a little bit annoying for future football because they've got so much money yes. what, that it'll yeah. just be another monopoly of when, four clubs. When they get fourth, everything changes. Yeah, because right, they'll it's, get it's players, another yeah. Chelsea. It's that's right. So yeah. it's sort of weird where you've got to say Spurs. Yeah. yeah. But I don't really want to see Spurs there either. They've spent that? a lot of money themselves, though. Why, they, they, why don't not. you want to see Spurs there, Luke? Uh, I don't like Harry Redknapp, do Thank I? Thank you. That's <laughs> what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Pete. <laughs> no, I was just saying, they, they, they've spent enough money themselves. You know, they have. They, they can't the way, decide on which striker they want to play. Yeah, yeah true. But by the way, everyone around this table should hate Harry Redknapp. Why? He's an enemy of football. <laughs> <laughs> an well, enemy of football? It's all about opinion, too, Luke. <laughs> what, why is he an enemy of football? Oh, let's not get into this. Let's is it the bad. advert again? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry. That's just the tip of the iceberg. That's a thin end of the wedge, that <laughs> is, Pete. I must say, though, I do think Spurs deserve it more as well. Well, the, the team who get the most amount of points will deserve it, James. Well, yeah, but I, I think they, <laughs> they have played very well and they've, they've sorted out a lot of the sort of inconsistency that has, that has plagued them. And they do have a lot of decent players there. And, it, you know, I, I, you know, obviously it pains me as an Arsenal fan to say this, but it will be better off for everybody, I think, yep. if Spurs finish fourth. No, I think you're right. And it's a difficult season um, for well, them I, and yeah, Arsenal. Be because I, th I think next season's the first season yeah. where the championship, uh, Champions League sort of um, preliminary rounds aren't seeded. So you could get Valencia, you could get Milan. It's, oh, right. It's, uh, it'll be tough. tough. And, and, and and that would just be like Spurs' luck to get in the yeah, fourth and get definitely. knocked out. But, um, <laughs> and it'll be nice to see Harry going abroad, you know, rubbing shoulders with uh, Europe's finest. <laughs> Hopefully he won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bitch, aren't you? Oh, you bet. In the Championship, Crystal Palace got the point they needed at Sheffield Wednesday uh, to stay up. And of course, Sheffield Wednesday have gone down to League One. Mm. Shame for them. Yeah, I like Wednesday. It was, a hell of, it was a hell of a match. Everyone's faces burst open. They had about two or three blood injuries. Everyone's <laughs> face was bleeding. Yeah. Brian Laws had some season, hadn't they? <laughs> <laughs> God. they? They started having a scrap in it just before um, uh, half time, and the tunnel's so thin and sort of like um, movable. Single file. It looked, yeah, it looked, it looked like it was going to topple over at one point because they were all scrapping in the middle. Were they? <laughs> High stakes. There was, there was a couple of um, punches thrown at some point. It was, uh, well, yeah, at least they care. At least well, they well, it's, it's always a bit sort of weird, sort of seeing uh, like players that have underperformed all season, sort of suddenly starting to scrap it at the at the last. Sort of yeah. it's a little bit galling. One, one of the most galling things I find um, is that is when clubs get relegated, and then two or three of the players just get moved straight away. Like when Jermaine mm. Defoe famously handed like a transfer request on the day West Ham got relegated. Was it Pascal Chimbonda had one in his sock? In his shin pad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. From his agent. Why keep it in your bag? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that can out. wait. <laughs> you don't have to be in front of supporters to oh, do I've that. I've got sweat. I've, I better not run because if I sweat, the ink will run. So I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. not there's, there's a chance of it coming out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roger picks it up. Yeah. Sub, ref, sub. <laughs> 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 they start, I mean, there's an argument to sort of say that Palace probably didn't deserve to stay up considering, the, considering the, the, the deduction and stuff. Mm. But I mean, they got that deduction and they still stayed up. So speaking Mark of those, it. speaking of those deductions, I know, I know it's a, a little bit of a, um, a sort of sort of touchy subject, um, if you agree with it or not. But I think it's worth pointing out that Portsmouth, they didn't have that deduction in the Premier League, yeah. would now be third bottom. They would have finished above Burnley and Hull. Would they? Because well, it would have been very given their season. The amount of players they've lost is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Very and it would have been very different had they not have had that deduction. Yeah. because it would have affected uh, them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They did seem to sort of loosen up. 
and mm. play a lot better once yeah. the sort of uh, pressure is confirmed. But yeah. that does happen a lot, doesn't it? Very much. But so. I do feel bad for Wednesday because they're undoubtedly a big, undoubtedly but, a big I mean, side. Isn't that yeah. incredible? You know, as I would have done for Palace as well, really. Yeah. Well, Palace and Wednesday were both um, sides, especially Wednesday, were knocking around in the, the Premiership for for quite a while. And Palace yeah. were always very much an up and down kind of club. Wednesday were a big part of sort of. Um, when sort of a lot of overseas players first come in when they had yeah. Carl Boney and yeah. Canny, a lot of great players like that. Yeah. Yeah. Canny yeah. yeah. was at Celtic, but yeah, he, you're right, he yeah, was at Wednesday. Was yeah. Um Blackpool have made the playoffs. They've been brilliant. Uh, they've yeah, had, they the one thing they've had, which is really, really, really important and difficult to put your finger on, is they've had hit momentum at exactly the right time. That's right. They've timed their run to the playoffs absolutely perfectly. I think yeah. Holloway's done a great job. They've got players, though, I think. In a way, it's a bit of a, a double edged sword for a championship side like that because they've got players like Charlie Adam, who mm. now has been sort of thrust into the spotlight a little bit more. And if they don't go up, he, ironically, he'll probably have to leave. Yeah. He'll probably, he'll probably a, a bid yeah, will come yeah. over him and he'll go, you know. Mm. They've used the loan system really. Well, as well, mm. Blackpool. They've got a lot of players in, in on loan there, and I think it's a very, very wise thing to do if you're trying to chase promotion yep. like that. Because, uh, like we said about Burnley and West Brom as well, you, a lot of these clubs have to budget for then coming back down again. I think that's a smart move on Holloway's part, but, and I'd love I, to see him. But I guess if they go up, they're not going to get those same loan sort of. No, no, no. I mean, they, getting they just, up, they just don't priority, loan, they don't loan yeah. Premier League clubs really. No, they? it's tough. It's tough. I mean, the thing is, it's weird. You know? you, you've got uh, the way it is at the moment. These days, is if you do go up and you're a team like Blackpool, no disrespect for them, I support Portsmouth who aren't a massive side. Is that it's a real decision as to what you do? I mean, yeah. do, you, do you do you leverage yourself up to the hill like Portsmouth did, and, and sort of make well, a fist of it? Do you go for it or do you try and? Or do you do a Burnley where you just sit all yeah. anywhere, save some money? And, well, that's right. I mean, that, that's the thing, isn't it? If they go up, there, I mean, um, you know, friend of the show, Tim, owner of the Wand, oh yeah, uh, Swansea fan. I mean, he'll be gutted, but he was saying that um, that. You know, they would love a season in the Premier League. You know, you talk to any other fans, even if it's just a season, yeah. who, and even if they go straight back down, they say, yeah, yeah, but it was brilliant. We got to go to Old Trafford. We yeah. got to go to the Emirates, you know, yeah. all these places. And you get the parachute payments and you, and yeah. you do well on the gates and all. And if you if you budget that well, because you have a few sides who sort of went up and down, and Bolton yeah. were a little bit like that yeah, for a time, true. but you manage it okay, you can then make a real onslaught into, yeah. the, into the, to there's the. There's other Premier factors, League. though, because. No, of course there's other factors. Because if you look at Portsmouth, they've not got a stadium big enough to. Take advantage of the gates anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't really help them. But that's not the reason Portsmouth are up slack alley. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, in, in League One, uh, obviously Norwich won the league, but it's very tight though going into the last uh, weekend of the season. Leeds are in second and Millwall third, Swindon fourth, Charlton fifth. Uh, two points separate them. I got um, quite a lot of tweets from um, Millwall fans. Calling their team bottle job mugs, amongst, <laughs> oh, really? amongst other things. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. Well, it'll be disappointing if Leeds um, have to go through uh, the back door, so to speak, the playoffs. Because I mean, they, they have been far and away. They've, one of they've the done ones, their so. best to throw it away, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they have. It must be terrible being a Leeds fan at the moment. But I mean, you know, like we said, like I just said, it's a bit, it's a bit trite, but. The point, the table doesn't lie at the end of the season. Do you know what I mean? If, yeah. if, if, you, if you deserve to be third, you deserve to be third. It's just fair enough. Yeah. Maybe they just got a bit giddy, thinking finally things are going <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happened was when they played United in the FA Cup, yeah. they just, it just, they just went to shit. They didn't win. For, they didn't win for so long after that. They were running away with the league. They'll yeah. go straight in the cup. Yeah, yeah. You could argue. I mean, I think I'm, I'm going to get these just slightly wrong, but the principle is right. They were about. Ten points clear of Norwich when they play United in the cup, and but, oh, they were hammering that. Yeah, yeah, and now they're twelve points behind them. No, I know it's crazy. Stars in their eyes, maybe. Hmm. In the conference, 
Oxford and York are in the final of the playoff. Uh, Oxford United and York City in the uh, um, in the conference. South American football's Rupert. Yes. Sports Oxford United. He does. And do you remember Cy Hood, bicycle kicks, the guy running mm. around the country mm. for mm. Alzheimer's? Yep, he lying around York. on his bike. Yeah, he supports York City. Mm. Battle. Battle yeah. of the Ramble Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Super friends. I'd like to go to that. Well, I hope they both win. Yeah. <laughs> Loot- looting another season down there. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. The, the, the problem is, is they're a huge club, Luton. There's only a couple of teams that go up, and there's, now there's, unfortunately, there's quite a few big clubs for that league in there. So, yeah. Yeah. someone's going to miss out every time. Someone are going to miss out. Yeah. Someone are going to miss out. Someone yeah. are going to miss out. Yeah. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> the Champions League, gentlemen. So we need to have the, uh, the Champions League anthem there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's in my head. I'm yeah. imagining it. I'm sure I just, I just gave you a little bit of space. Sponsored by Continental. <laughs> Continental. Yeah, yeah. Um, Always like a really generic football goalkeeper trying to save a yeah. goal. Yeah. I hate adverts that where they're not allowed, they're clearly not allowed to use uh, <laughs> any sort of official club logo yeah, yeah. apparel. That's right. So they've just got to do, do the most generic down the straight down the line football sort of I'd like ephemera. To do, I'd like to do an advert for that. I'd, I'd like to do it. <laughs> generic football ephemera. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate that advert that's on during the Champions League, which is just an advert for UEFA. Yeah, it's like, for, like <laughs> yeah. sort of for their <laughs> UEFA aimed at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more sponsors. Like, it's, yeah. That's just ridiculous. But and it's well, it, maybe it's actually for the respect campaign, but surely the players it's aimed at are actually playing. Yeah, at the yeah time. it's a bit odd. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit odd. True. I w- if you watch um, uh, the. the Champions League. If you're in Spain or somewhere, when the the sponsors come in, it's um, it's not obviously PlayStation Two. It's PlayStation Dos. But the reason <laughs> why that it? makes me laugh is because you trend can, surely. Um, well, or, granddad. Tre- yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. well, when I was there, James. <laughs> so uh, actually, it's uh, correct um, it, because that's translatable PlayStation. But of course, it's a brand name, so yeah. they don't. Little uh, little bit of education <laughs> what, for what, everybody. What, what, is, what is the <laughs> translation of PlayStation? Uh, well, I don't think we have time. Well, I, I, you're a man of the world. You know, fun garage translated. Fun garage. I don't think we have time. I can translate that for you. I don't know. It'll be jugar estación. Estación de jugar. PlayStation's better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. My yeah. Spanish isn't that great. You can see what I call it PlayStation. Yeah. yeah, very much so. And we have Sid Low on the phone <laughs> to um, <laughs> just translate PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> like, Sid, are you there? You're all shit. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. No, he's gone. Um, <laughs> The Champions League. <laughs> uh, Inter beat Barca. Well, actually, Barca beat Inter, but ultimately, on aggregate. Out. I thought the. Um, Hell of a decision. shutout. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? They yeah, despite the fact that they <laughs> lost. Yeah. But, you know, it, I, I thought it was very harsh on Toure. I know it did hit his hand, but that's as ball to hand as you are ever going to see. It's like the two, two millimetres away, yeah. I, I, I don't think. I, is it just me? I don't think it even touched his hand, did it? No, it did, did, did it, touch his hand. Come on. It's Pete's not having it. I'm not having it. The, um, Can the, you imagine how mental Jose had gotten if that had well, did you see how mental he did go? Exactly, yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. He had a little tete it, it went his way and he went mental, yeah. James, that's what I'm saying. I felt, I felt bad for um, Thiago Motta. Yeah. Because yeah. that, the Busquets, that was outrageous. Yeah. But he wasn't a booking, though. The letter <laughs> was, of the law, the letter of the law But the, book, the Busquets little look mm. when he was faking He's uh, bad for that, Busquets. Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. Um, a superb result for them, though, wasn't it? I mean, it's just, uh, Mourinho had said, sort of after the game, that his plan was to sort of relinquish possession and just sort yeah. of almost herd them around and it's incredible to that's such a high risk tactic mm-hmm. against oh, against well. anybody yeah. and let alone them at the new camp and just to, for him to have pulled that off is a, such an incredible achievement yeah. I can't remember who said it but but the the centre backs um for Inter well the whole back four really just looked 
to play they had to play deep obviously mm. they did but they just looked so calm in doing that that was me yeah. who said that because what I said I to you was someone better looking <laughs> okay. I'm having a bad head I was probably there so you probably just projected it onto me yeah James is here for the, for the he's the poster boy uh, what I was saying was that um, they knew Samuel and Lucio knew that they didn't have the pace really to, mm. to play high up the field mm. so they played really deep but what happens when people when in my opinion when back fours play very deep is that they get a bit more almost subconsciously a little bit more panicky because they're so close to their goal and, yeah. the, and the secret was Lucio and Samuel being comfortable that closely at least it's like a one man devastation unit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's absolutely ridiculous you, you half think the turf's going to be ripped up yeah. he's running around so well he much. ripped up Ibrahimovic's shirt didn't yeah, he did, was yeah. it Lucio I think it was I Lucio I think it probably was yeah. he, he, he just loves to defend Lucio he, he, he lives for it man he's an absolute yeah. he's weapon a of a beast, man there was, that, there was that great um, that great stat from was it Opta Joe that he did yeah tweeted, it was yeah. tweeted about um, Xavi did, did 37, seven, more, 37 passes. more passes than the whole of the Inter he did that against Lyon as well didn't he yeah uh, isn't Xavi going to miss the World Cup? He's got, a, is he, has he got a niggling injury or something that he needs to get an operation for or something? Yeah, that's right. He's, mm. he's going to play on for the rest of the season because obviously it's very tight with Barcelona and, and Real at the top of the league. But it, it may cost him the World Cup. Yeah, well, I think it's the case he's got to see how it goes, doesn't he? Be assessed yeah. after the season. Because Iniesta's been out for a while as well. Yeah. So It'd be a great shame if, if he couldn't be there. Well, little yeah, little Sesco will have to step up to the breach. Yeah, it's not a bad replacement, is it? <laughs> but I mean, even he's sort of oh, coming he's got, back from injury as well. Yeah, they've, got, so, they've got so many players in reserve, haven't they? When you look at a player <laughs> like Arteta not even getting in the squad. That's right. Probably Pedro probably won't get there either. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pedro's. In fairness, Pedro's season's been a breakthrough one. He's had a great yeah. season, but it's been his first real season. Yeah. They've got a sort of good player. It's like, walking to the England team. I was going to say he's better than Heskey. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like sort of when Ferguson brought all those those great players through. You know, when you look at Jeffren and Busquets as well, and just yeah. just so, so many more superb stuff. And um, one thing I actually missed um, during the sort of Barca Inter tie was that Mourinho had claimed responsibility for the volcano. Oh, <laughs> good man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just brilliant. A great piece of work, as you yeah. would say, Pete. Any, uh, any word from Keys? Is he just... Uh He's no. He's, he's, he's just, just, just a lot of heavy breathing. With jizz on, I don't no, he, <laughs> he's he's drowned. He's drowned in his own semen. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> probably happens regularly though. Yeah. Uh, if he looks in a mirror, um, it's not bad. This manager is he? <laughs> uh, I did find it funny though that uh, when Zinti was celebrating on the pitch, somebody turned the sprinklers on. Yeah, yeah that's so <laughs> brilliantly petty. Yeah, yeah. Loads of people were taking. Loads of people were taking a lot of joy on the fan page, especially uh, of uh, on. Facebook of, of Barcelona being knocked out. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, brilliant. Oh, I hate all everyone who loves Barcelona now, and they're pure football. No, I, I'd have loved to have seen Barca go through, but it, right. but I do find consolation in the fact that Jose could go mental and he'll be in the final. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, let's talk about Bayern Munich as well. They absolutely dicked on Leon. Yeah, really, really did. I mean, this, people are saying Inter are massive favourites for the final, but it'll be a good game. The thing about Jose, is Jose Mourinho has actually, for some reason, got quite a lot of doubters, hasn't he? Still? Yeah. If he wins the Champions League with two different clubs, surely that's enough. Yeah. yeah. He's, how old? He's, he's quite young. For him, I mean, also, as well, I mean, he's had his revenge on Chelsea, he's now had revenge on Barcelona, and he worked under Van Hal at Barcelona and didn't get oh, on with so him. It's like did. a sort of one man sort of mission of redemption. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. incredible. It's it, like this season, he kind of worked out the fixtures in the Champions League and thought, if we can win, if we this, just lose to Barcelona yeah, in the group that. stages, right? We're going to have it this year because we, we saw that game and Barcelona it, destroyed them. He's been loads more than two in the first 25 minutes yeah. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the group stages. Yeah. We saw that game mm. at the new camp, 2 0, should have been 4. Yeah. So he'll do all them He'll do uh, Van Hal And then he'll go and Like take on his dad Or something yeah. <laughs> His dad wronged him At some no, I reckon God I am coming for you <laughs> Next season he'll, fi- he'll go He'll find out That Alex Ferguson Is his dad <laughs> <laughs> You'll see I'm your father 
I'm your father. I'm your father. I got it. Anyway, let's get on to the big one, the Europa League. Fulham are in the final. Yeah, because there's only one team in Europe. Yeah, well, there's four at the moment. One English team left in Europe. What unbelievable! I don't care what anyone says. I think Fulham can do it. Oh, yes. Well, Atletico are so they're kind of they can fuck up anything. Yeah, we've yeah. seen this before with them. They are yeah. such a sort of lesbian manchild. Forland will be the one to watch. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Hangerland <laughs> is obviously such a superb defender, and I know he's going to have Aguero to deal with as well. But I, I really, they've got a strong yeah. chance for them. I hope they keep hold of their players for them next yeah. Yeah. summer. It's, it's crucial. I think. That I th- well, I think they've got a good chance of that because there's a few standout players. If that mean, makes sense, because mm. they do work so brilliantly as a unit. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah, and it's, it's lovely to see like a, a Premiership team that. We you wouldn't normally expect to be playing in, in, in the UEFA Cup sorry the Europa League yeah. um, really making a fist of it because I mean mm. they, they don't always yeah. do that I mean Middlesbrough were the last one yeah. the English they had that sort of crazy tactic of let's go like 3-0 <coughs> down and then just bring on four strikers at yeah. the end and hope it works out and it did up until he tried the same thing in the final yeah. well the final was against a, a class severe side yeah. I think yeah. the difference was that with that one is that the, the severe are better um, sorry, the severe side in that final uh, were better than the Atletico Madrid side in this one, Definitely. and, and Fulham, the Fulham team is better than that Middlesbrough side. Yeah. Well, the Atletico, I think they've only won two games in the entire Europa League. It's something really? Like that, yeah. Well, because they, they came down from the Champions League. Of course, League. yeah. I hate that. I yeah. really, really hate that. And the only game, I think, I'm pretty sure they've, they've only won two games in total. It is something like yeah. that. I think you play. You could, you, you could end up like playing like 17 matches and then facing a side that have just muffed up the, the yeah, Champions yeah, League. Well, that's what which, has which happened. Which is what yeah, has yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah, I mean, looking at look how many <laughs> games that is. I think it's it's either 18 or 19 overall mm. if you get to the final. That's half a season. Mm. Yeah. That's oh, so yeah, many games. Mm. Great chant of uh, it was about 55, 60 minutes into the game, and the Fulham fans started chanting, "Stand up if you still believe." One nil down. I think Fulham fans get a bit of a bad reputation. The atmosphere looked absolutely electric. You were there, weren't you? I was there. The, the Hamburg fans were superb. I have yeah. to say. Yeah. I mean, I, I get the impression that all German fans are pretty good because, well, yeah, yeah, as you yeah. said, Luke, they're treated brilliantly. They are, they're or, they're or much better. They're treated they're treated pro- the, the but they, they were really well coordinated with the chance. They sang the whole game, and, and of they sing in English as well. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened when I went to see Fulham Bar at Craven Cottage. They started. Singing that was Swiss fans. Yeah. <laughs> you only sing when you're winning and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, they, they were really good value. The, the Hamburg fans, I'm sure. A lot They'll be gutted to miss out on the final in their own stadium. Well, it was a great yeah. strike from by Petrić. Oh, what a goal it was! Yeah, absolutely brilliant hit. In Holland, FC Twente have won the Dutch league for the first time in their career. In their career, in their history, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Schlipp yeah. has made them the championis. That, that was a <laughs> slip of the tongue. Um, uh, Steve McLaren is the first English manager to win a top-flight league in Europe since Bobby Robson at Porto, I Brilliant. believe. Ninety-six. 96. Bobby Five-O. Yeah. Bobby Five-O. He um, he actually said uh, a nice little thing about Robson. He said that um, he said, "I hope Bobby's looking down." Uh, he told me to come here and to come alone. Uh, he told me I'd love it. And I know he'd be pleased and proud. Well, well it's good to see, nice touch. Uh, see, see, see him, see him doing well. I think. I mean, because he's not. I, th- I mean, we, we ripped a piss out of him. We said this before. We ripped it out of him quite a lot. But I mean, it's yeah. great that he's gone out there on his own yeah. to a different and country. Fair play to him to <coughs> even have the balls to do it. You know, well, I actually the rich team of that league. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I actually well resourced side. I yeah, Martin Yole, great coach as well. They only considered four goals at home all season. I actually that's incredible. <laughs> and they're still living <laughs> in the league. 
crazy. The goal yeah. difference is about 85. 85 I, I, it really like can't be underplayed what an achievement that is yeah. for McLaren. Because, I mean, you know, we know the, the dominant Dutch sides, of course. It's, you know, it's Ajax, right. it's Eindhoven, and it's Feyenoord. And, you know, Twente have just come from nowhere, and he's yeah. done so well. It's a, it's a, it is a weak league, in fairness. But, I mean, it doesn't take anything away from him. But, but there's a man whose reputation's in tatters. Yeah. You know. yeah. And he's going to a foreign country, you know. Definitely. Absolutely. There's talk of him going to Wolfsburg for next season, probably. Is there? Hmm. Actually, he just went around different leagues. <laughs> like I'd, a love, I'd love him to do that. I mean, well, look, look at Hodgson. That's what he did. Yeah. It's like Boba Fett of, uh, <laughs> yeah. of management. But no, in, in fairness, that is how you're going to gain experience of sort of vastly different scenarios. And as you get older and you collect that wealth yeah. of knowledge, as Hodgson's done, it's yeah. going it, to pay off as it has His, been for Historically, Warwick. that's always how I've dealt with uh, losing uh, as Newcastle United on Championship Manager. <laughs> I, will, I will go on managing another league. But you know that McLaren's only 49 years old as well, which yeah. is pretty young. But the thing is, James, you're right, because in, in 15 years, I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but he's, he's done very well if he does go around a few different clubs and continues to do well he'll have a wealth of experience yeah. and in 15 years he could come all the way back round and you know I mean look at when and, come on now. and uh, <laughs> you know the uh, British Olympic team yeah. <laughs> you know, so. yeah, I mean look at when Hodgson went back to Blackburn or went to Blackburn sorry yeah. I mean he was you know he was very he was derided a lot there and his reputation suffered a lot for it and yeah. he was just dusted himself off d- done what you know you have to do and uh, McLaren's done the same hmm. well, he's, well he's doing the same I mean that's not as I say after this after same. this round but I'll probably will start my management career overseas yeah. yeah do you think so yeah probably as yeah. long as it's overseas i'm sure we'll be fine yeah in brazil um pele seems to have the answer that's uh, all right, okay. for for um, to erectile dysfunction uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well he has that as well but for for the brazil squad going out um, to south africa he said that um about his uh, Santos team from from when he played there, he said, "If we still had the same mentality as we did in my time at Santos, then I think we would see the uh, entire Santos team going to represent Brazil in the World Cup." I don't think this current Santos team would let down the country either. <laughs> Is this a mistranslation? Because he says, "If we still had the same mentality," but does he perhaps mean if we were as mental now <laughs> as I have always been? Yeah. Well, clearly, Kakar, uh, Lucio. I don't know, know about you boys, but I find it reassuring that ex-players who are now pundits in other countries are still massively biased towards their own teams yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah he said I think the only way the entire Santos team could travel to South Africa however is uh, if I was the coach well, well he's got that right yeah, I'd love to see that <laughs> if I'd love else. to see a World Cup where every Every team featured had to pick their sort. Of, had to pick like a mental ex player, or, or just their legendary player. Yeah. Can you imagine? It would just be like who's the Gascoigne, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> I'm all for it. I mean, Argentina, <laughs> Argentina are leading the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are. They're, they're real progressive. What, big Jens yeah. for Germany. Yeah. Cassano, player manager for Italy. Oh, yeah. this is delicious. Germany, Germany would be Effenberg. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, but he'd just pick himself. Germany, the Effenberg Lehmann dream team. Axis, Axis of evil. Yeah, the, the, the two of them would just trot out. Where's everybody? Don't question it. <laughs> yeah, Jens in goal, and I'm up front. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you do you not, you unless we feel like this. swapping at some point, which yeah. we may. It's yeah. our decision. Yeah. I'll yeah. win the flick on well, to myself. No, when Effenberg yeah. inevitably gets sent off, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. Um, in Chile, Michelle Bachelet, uh, the former president, uh, recently left her post, of course, uh, feels that uh, the country is very... It's too small. It's very it? narrow. <laughs> yeah. We need to do something about yeah. this. She also thinks that. Um, but uh, she said the country is very happy to have Marcello uh, Bielsa as their national head coach. Because uh, apparently, according to her, he has that uh, mixture which can be fatal for a woman. Uh, he has this... Combat <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's like, a disconcerting yeah, sinister. Like toxic so- shock yeah. syndrome. Well, he's, <laughs> he's a combination 
reputation of being both handsome and mysterious, uh, and is an attractive and interesting guy. He is mysterious. I wouldn't go as far to say handsome. How, how would you, as Marcus, as a handsome and mysterious man yourself, how do you feel about that? Am I mysterious? <laughs> I'm not questioning the other one. I'm interesting. Mysteri- <laughs> mysterious haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to enter a debate into haircuts with me? I might do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you'd be a foolish man to. Um, I think Bills is, uh, I think he's a brilliant coach, and I think Chile could be one of those teams that uh, overperform at the World Mm. Cup. That's good. He he does sound like sort of a sort of local character down the booze. Like, Bills Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Bills you tart, you bloody tart. Um, Maybe that's where he gets the mystery from. Why on earth are you here, Bills? Well, let's go uh, to their neighbouring country Argentina yay um, Maradona's handed uh, Ariel Ortega <laughs> come on D3 is he up from a Kempes <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit of a symbolic thing he's handed Ariel totally Ortega uh, an unexpected call up to the Argentina Can, are these call ups really unexpected anymore with Diego <laughs> in charge he's 36 same age I'm, as I'm Martin flying Carver. out next week oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got a friendly against um, Haiti next week and Pete uh, if you're flying out to play for Argentina next week you bear in mind you're going to get one cap and then in 15 years you're going to get another cap yeah. <laughs> that, that's how it works <laughs> uh, the game is uh, aimed at raising money for the Haiti earthquake relief fund yeah no, yeah, it's kind of unfair of us. But Ortega's not even playing for River Plate, though. He's, he's been out on loan to a. To yeah, a but it is a showpiece or... game, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. It'd be good to see. It's I, a I swan song. When he, was on, when he was on form, Ortega is absolutely different class. Mm. Different class. The weird, mm. the weird, the weird thing is, uh, Guterres has already flown out to Argentina like, to, play, to, play these, to, to play these matches. He's not playing the last two. <laughs> the it, last match. He's a key player for, for Argentina. Mm. Maradona absolutely loves him, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, well, talking of old players um, coming back in, I mean, we're going even older now. Uh, did you hear there was a friendly in uh, Brazil, which was another uh, raising funds for Haiti uh, oh, charitable match? Friends of Zico versus Friends of Falcao. <laughs> Who would you play for? Uh, oh, Zico. Yeah. He's in the Hall of Fame. Well, Zico plays in the same position as you, though, so you, you wouldn't Does get he? a nod. No, I'm, I'm, I'm versatile. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I, can, I can play off him. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Romario uh, scored four times, apparently. He told me it was eight, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, so he scored one, then. In <laughs> <laughs> a tap-in. And Zico's team uh, ran out eight four winners. Uh, Cafu also played. It's oh, amazing, yeah. you know, you look at these old games... Uh, just so much more high scoring weren't they I know (laughs) (laughs) or it was better (laughs) hi I'm Sora Regis and you're listening to Football Ramble emails lovely Um, James or Jim Hello, uh, I've got an email, coincidentally. Do it. Um, morning, Ramble Force. Well, not at the moment, but <laughs> yeah. it's a poor start, but well done. <laughs> ho! Ho! Lis- listening to the latest Ramble, you mentioned the one known as Neville Southall. This gentleman now sometimes turns out for a team known only as the Ball Fossils in the Dover Mercury League 1 <laughs> Kent, in which my team plays in on a Sunday morning. Whilst playing against him last season, he was getting quite frustrated with the pace of my team and was well known for kicking out and not letting anyone get around him. He was, last main- <laughs> he was last man in his back four, yeah. He hates playing in goal now But still takes the goal kicks And knowing I could do for pace I knocked the ball past him And went to run past At which point He threw his tree trunk Of a leg out at me Swiping me to the floor Forgetting who it was That had just taken me out I get up And shout into his face If you can't play football Just don't bother trying <laughs> Needless to say I realised that the Welsh international I was now squaring up to Was just smiling at me And he calmly said I used to play football At quite a high level You know who I am 
<laughs> I decided not to comment, but sky the free kick over the bar. Thanks for an awesome show, as always. Regards, Rusty Bear. What if you, you read this out in the podcast, my boss will give me a raise. He's also a huge fan of the Ramble. Well, Rusty Bear, um, your real name is Russell McCaffey. Uh, so there you go, um, a raise for you. Why is Southall in Kent? Um, what is he playing in Kent? He's from Wales. Well, maybe he's settled in Kent. <laughs> in the South End, in case. Maybe his daughter lives <laughs> no, okay. in Kent, no, and he's no. trying to get those medals back. Still. Oh, maybe, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Dear, oh dear. I love the fact he's playing outfield. Yeah, good email, Russell. <laughs> he, can email. Ba- he was barely like mobile enough to play goals. It's like when we had the Paul McGrath thing, yeah. and now he does like sort of charity matches and stuff. Insists on playing up front. Yeah, stand it. <laughs> Great stuff. Great. Alejo said I, I got him back By skying the free kick Of the yeah. <laughs> He probably would have Caught it anyway If it was going yeah. go, well, yeah, I used to be a Professional keeper Yeah so shut up Well, well, well done I'm 53 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good In jokes The best kind of jokes <laughs> Peter uh, I've got an email In my hands What you gonna do about that We're gonna right, listen We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> let yeah. you read it Dan Zell Is the name of the man Who uh, sent this one in With his computer oh. Diesel uh, This is he, he's he starts the email with uh, Ramblefoss Hall oh. Ever occurred to you That that's a type of Lower league South American player Like Who could crop up And championship manager Back in the day <laughs> Ramblefoss Hall <laughs> 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 uh, Loving this sporadically Ongoing funny things Heard at football matches Item on the show Thought I'd just offer An absolute peach I heard At Loftus Road A couple of years ago It was just before Christmas 2008 During a, a quarter past five kickoff versus Top of the table Wolves Specific Very specific the extra couple of hours in the pub pre-match could certainly be felt. The West London crowd <laughs> and their travelling black country counterparts were in full beery voice. I sit nearest the away end where there's a fair amount of repartee between the home and visiting fans. This game was no different. A, a group of Super Hoops fans behind me had identified one particularly loud Wolves fan as the focus of all their witticisms. It sometimes happens like that, doesn't it? They yeah, 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 yeah. And for the second half, this fan had emerged wearing a Santa hat. Uh, this was picked up by the, uh, the Rangers fans. Uh, one of them bellowing over with a typically eloquent uh, Shepherd's Bush diction Oi, what are you wearing that stupid hat for then? The Wolves fan <laughs> The Wolves fan then shouted back with a typically eloquent Midlands diction It's baby Jesus' birthday soon in it <laughs> Wild-esque Oscar Wild-esque exchange <laughs> The QPR fan then Rather lamely retorts Oh yeah Having a nice party I use And it all dies down And goes quiet <laughs> that, is, that is like Two bald men Fighting over a comb <laughs> yeah. Or at least it does For a few seconds A good six or seven rows away One particularly Belagered gentleman Who up until now Has had no involvement In the exchange <laughs> And in fact May well have been Fully asleep Suddenly stands Bolt upright Thrusts his arms Open wide Think Michael Jackson Earth song, leans his head back and his voice thick, syrupy with booze and full-hearted, proclaims to the skies as loud as he can just once the immortal line Bring out the jelly! <laughs> what? That is a great shout. Uh, actually, it, it was to the tune of uh, uh, Horsfield for England, so <laughs> bring out the, the jelly! <laughs> Bring out the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> he then he then immediately no, he fl- said it once. He then immediately flops back into his seat after saying it once, and presumably with a bowl of jelly. Presumably <laughs> flops. Presumably his erstwhile slumber. Meanwhile, everyone's laughing. Uh, what did he think I've was happening? <laughs> yeah, I think he just heard the word party. Maybe yeah. so I can't even meet him halfway. Yet. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I've since seen the bloke a few times at the ground, and I know I'm not the only one keeping my ears peeled for when he decides to grace us with uh, some lyrical profundity yeah. once again. Ice anyway, cream 
game for England. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, chaps, uh, come on, you Rangers. Uh, come on, you ours, I guess. Yeah, uh, you are. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to uh, Loftus Road quite a few times. There's a guy there. Oh, we talked about him before because his son emailed in. He's a listener. Remember the, the guy with the sobriero? Yeah. He yeah. loves it though. He's always up and down the aisles giving yeah. it the bigger. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff, that. Brilliant. Bring out the jam. It's actually somebody, I forget who, emailed in a little while ago sort of discussing crazy fans like this. Leicester have one famously, I forget his name, but uh, he, the guy putting the email forward did make a very good point about sort of maybe we can try and find these nutters all over the, all over the country, these sort of fans that do stand out as just mentals. Um, so and, then, if, and then put a team together and take them to Brazil <coughs> and play against their nutters. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. So if, you, if your club does have a, a mental case that you want to put forward for this, then just drop us a line. They're, the, they're the sort of people that would go by coach as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know him, yeah. Like podcast at the football yeah. <laughs> Oh, good emails. Oh, who's getting the championship manager goodie bag then, Marcus? I thought I got it from that. Oh, he's doing a bag sign. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rusty Bear. Rusty, Rusty Bear. Bear. Well done, son. Not only is he getting a pay rise, he's got a championship manager goodie bag as yeah. well. Yeah. Share it with your boss. <laughs> 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 Hi, I'm Gary Lineker. This is the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. Can there be such a thing? Well, that leads me to say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And uh, what a profile it is! <laughs> Just to hype it up a bit. Yeah. Peter Beardsley. Oh, good. Straight in. Beardle. Uh, Beardle. Uh, I want to clap. I'm tired. I want to go to bed now. Keys-esque. The Newcastle fan over there. Yeah. That's Pete. Uh, seems to be very pleased indeed. He was born on the 18th of January 1961. Seven years for the summer of love. No, six. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That, so is, that is an uncharacteristic Slack, yeah. summer of love slip. Yeah. And latest era from Luke Moore. <laughs> he's one, and and by the look of it, he's won, he's won Pete's sperm race. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Beasley. Likeable chap. Uh, sort of, everyone knows who he is, but at the same time, he's still really underrated. Mm. Oh, massively, yeah. He was Someone, amazing. A friend of mine was in a pub once, and he just handed me a candle and a knife, which he for some reason had, and said, carve Peter Beardsley into this. <laughs> did you do it? And I, 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 I it made and a fist well of it. Well. I made a fist of it and it did actually look like Peter Beardsley. It was nice brilliant. One. Let's have a high five. Good. Yeah. I would have carved it into my hand like uh, Richie Edwards did to... Uh, oh yeah, Steve Lamatt. If he was so for real, he'd have spelt that properly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Beardsley was a product of the famous Walls End Boys Club. Yeah, Pete, you were there, weren't you? Man yeah, boy. yeah, I did, uh, I did a couple Watching. of couple of years. Couple of years. Couple of years playing the changing room. Get your hands off my babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, other uh, former players from the uh, Walls End Boys Club include Alan Shearer, Michael Carrick, and Steve Bruce. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, a bit of calibre. He had a trial with uh, Newcastle when he was quite young, uh, but his professional career started at Carlisle United in 1979. Um, and he was there for a little while, but they sold him to the Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah, he went, mm. he went, he didn't he, play for them, did he? No, he played for he the Whitecaps. Did, no, but but they went to United, didn't he? It's incredible. Probably. Peter Beardsley played in Nazzle. Peter Beardsley played in Nazzle. He's got a hat. He's got a hat. He's got a hat trick against George Best's uh, San Jose. Oh, did he? Yeah. Class. Best was loving it. Best is running away celebrating <laughs> Both of them just going Nazzle Yeah <laughs> Does that mean we can have a pint now <laughs> um, am, I, am I confused then Because didn't he go to United He was, uh, yeah, he was he, on he line, played one yeah. game for United like a league, a league cup, cup, cup game Okay right yeah. That's right Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, But he was loaned back uh, When he was at the Whitecaps And helped uh, Carlisle back into the old second division But uh, he did um, He scored a f in a friendly against Manchester United I believe After 13 seconds Something like that Very mm. quick And so they signed him for um, quarter of a million pounds, but 
as I say, he'd only played one game, mm. which was in the League Cup. Scouting has improved since then, isn't it? <laughs> I believe so. Oh, he's calling it just here, sign him. It's Redknapp star, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he rejoined uh, Vancouver again. But then uh, Arthur Cox brought him back to Newcastle. And he f- uh, had a partnership uh, there with Kevin Keegan, which uh, took uh, Newcastle back into the top flight. That is a banterous front two. In, in 1983. <laughs> that, that, that my favourite sort of Beersley goal was that, was Keegan mishitting a pass, and then uh, you will have seen this goal before, and Beersley has Carries to do... Run. No, Beersley has to do like a massive slide tackle. People forget that, how, how good he was at t- tackling back. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like, very, I'm not going to say very precise Messi, but you know when Messi does those amazing sort of slide yeah. tackles? Yeah, gets yeah, the ball yeah. back. He do, do that all the time. Yeah. And uh, Keegan miss hit the pass. He did like slide tackle and then chipped the keeper. Oh, it was a lovely bit of work. That was the promotion season. Delish. Eighty three, I think. In his first season in, in the first division, apparently there was a match against West Ham where he ended up in goal as a standing goalkeeper. Oh, good. <laughs> and he, he, he uh, conceded three. He conceded three. <laughs> 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 they lost shoot. eight one. Did they? That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, he conceded less than whoever he replaced. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, put, he put a glove on his chin. <laughs> Would <laughs> <laughs> be admitted, wouldn't it? <laughs> admitted. <laughs> chin mittens. Yeah. Chin mittens. <laughs> Did he wear a chin pad? Oh, oh good. good. Well, seriously, though, don't cheapen it yet because Marcus will get annoyed mm. and he'll beat don't us again. Chin pad. It. <laughs> chin pad. Good. That's up like the violin conduct from last yeah. week. Very good indeed. Um, if we uh, move forward a couple of years, World Cup '86. Because yeah, he wasn't really fully established, really, even as a as a league player. Then mm. he only, I think he'd only really established himself about. Oh no, he well, he got. He yeah, say he took the Newcastle back into the top flight in 1983. Um, it took a long time for it to be to be recognised as an England, right, yeah. England player. Mm-hmm. And then and then Robson never really dropped him. I don't think that's right. Well, he um, he skipped him once or twice, didn't he as well. He might well have done. He did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he skipped a game in about well, 88 or something. Robson was kind of experimenting with the with the. How they were, England were playing, you know, even in I think parts of that World Cup at the, in the early stages, of course. Um, but Beardsley uh, started um, the game, the three nil win against Poland, which saw England qualify mm. and suddenly sort of you know, spring into life. And uh, he put Lineker up front with him, and just instant. Lineker said know. he was the best player to, he played up front with, didn't he? That's yeah. right. Yeah. He was so creative in that space. Yeah. This it's all pe- energy as well A yeah. lot of energy People just sort of say That, that if he was less sel- If he was more selfish He would be respected A hell of a lot more Because yeah. they, they scored A ridiculous It was mo- it was a more fruitful partnership um, Than Sheringham and Shearer I think right, so Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Beardsley was never really prolific himself, was he? In, not, no, he, he, had, he had a couple of scenes where he scored up, up, like up to about twenty goals, I think. But it, even that, and I think that was the Andy Cole uh, goal, yeah. But I mean, yeah. he was just so unselfish. He'd, he'd rather see somebody else score yeah. almost mm. than him score mm. himself. Oh yeah, I mean Lineker, you know, he's got a great scoring record for England, but oh, he's so indebted to Beardsley. Oh, really yeah, is, of course, really of course. is. Um, yeah, I mean, Beardsley scored um, in the second round against Paraguay, I believe. And, of course, they got knocked out by Argentina yeah. uh, in the quarterfinals. Now, after the World Cup in 1987, this is where he um, started to uh, get a lot of attention. Dalglish paid uh, $1.9 million, which was an English record at the time. And that was to take him to Liverpool. He, sort of f- he fell out with like, uh, Glenn Roder and uh, Jack Charlton was playing him. That's playing right, yeah. Him. Jack, Jack Charlton was notably negative. Uh, he just got too big. What, just in general? Just in general. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was just a very negative uh, manager and he, he started playing him out on the wing and yeah. he just wasn't very effective out there. Well, he went to Liverpool, who were the, the dominant force in, in English football at the time. 
and uh, won two league titles and an FA Cup. Um, but he he left when Soonis arrived, I believe, and moved to Everton. Mm. But the funny thing is, this is how much of a, a lovely bloke he is and how well loved he is because. They, Liverpool fans didn't uh, turn on him for that. They actually turned yeah. on the management. Right. You know. That's that, incredible. That says a lot about him, man. That carries a lot of weight, isn't uh, it? A player that good as well. Mm. Yeah. They, as I say, they blamed Soonis uh, more for his departure because he was um, not not treated very well under Soonis and he wasn't mm. played in perhaps the positions. Maybe similar to what happened to him at Newcastle. Well, you, you, look, you look at sort of Liverpool's, you sort of look at that team, Barnes. Oh, they had a great team. They were dominant. That team, yeah. Rush, Beardley. Mm. Incredible. Yeah, well, he's, he's had some strike partners as well. If you think about Shearer, Rush, Rush, yeah, Lineker. Yeah. Yeah. Then of course the 1990 World Cup came along. Um, however, he he wasn't played with Lineker up front throughout that tournament. It wasn't the the old famous strike partnership because there was there was other combinations Robson um, used. Although he did play the uh, Beardsley up front with Lineker in the semi-final against West Germany I believe mm, mm. and Biz actually tucked away one of his penalties yeah, in the did, shootout yeah. he did yeah um, but what a player he was though for England I mean he he, 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 he loved to beat a man yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's be and he was a real real creative sort of strike but as Pete was saying he didn't he was unselfish so he, mm. he, he, and Lineker's admitted I mean like we said before Lineker doesn't get the respect he deserves as a player yeah. because he was some goal scorer but for England I mean he'd have been mm. half the player he, that he, was, he wasn't like a lazy genius he was like not like like Hoddle like Letizia he, just cut, he would he would work and work and work yeah. he would track back he'd tackle, tackle quite hard and stuff and people love that sort of crap yeah. <laughs> Beasley's also a great example of a player that really replicated his form um, on the international stage yeah. you know, it was very it won a lot of difference, you know. He really, really just sort of performed wherever he was. He returned to Newcastle in '93, which is when Kevin Keegan was in charge, of course. Mm. And as you said earlier, Pete, him and Andy Cole formed a wonderful partnership, which I think the stat is seven, which produced 73 goals in 57 matches. <sighs> Pirotio esque. <laughs> 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 but he, he was—I mean, he was, he was over 30 by then, and, and he was still. Mm. I know, he was 1.3, I think he was, and Andy Cole was 1.9 at a much younger age. And Keegan said he's the only player that he would have spent that money on. Yeah, was over yeah. 30. Does it, I mean, doesn't he consider that to be his peak, like sort of the top of his career? I, I think because I, I remember him just being devastating. I absolutely loved Peter Beasley at that, yeah. that time. I, 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 th I think a lot of Newcastle fans certainly think that they, they missed out on the, his best years. To be honest, right. after his, after the final right. Charlton, after falling out with Glen order at the back and stuff it's just uh, for some reason it just he was still decent when he went back there though he oh, oh yeah of course he was yeah he was Beasley could have gone abroad and been really good you know yeah. he was the type of player he had the flair and the technique and the work right well. he had, he had so many things looks <laughs> <laughs> well, you know yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he doesn't have a Real Madrid face you know <laughs> no, <but it's> exactly, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> do you remember when he scored for Newcastle I think it was a penalty and he went over to celebrate with his son who was a ball boy Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Lovely nice. touch Lovely touch um, When Graham Taylor Got in charge of England uh, After the 1990 World Cup He uh, left him out Of the squad really and he, and he was out Of the England squad For a little while Which was A little bit of a shame Really mm. um, But Terry Venables Called him up Into the uh, run up To Euro 96 um, But he was 35 then, yeah. Well he was 35 By then and, and instead of Venables went for was Kind of Sheringham I think yeah. really instead Which is fair enough Yeah uh, But um, Fellow Hall of Famer 
Well, exactly. Uh, Kenny Dalgleish uh, sold Beardsley to Bolton in 97. That's after he took over from Keegan at Newcastle. And then he was loaned uh, to Manchester City as well, uh, Beardsley, which uh, makes him, I think this is uh, right, makes him the only man to have played for uh, both Blue and Red Halves of uh, Manchester and Liverpool. Mm, <laughs> but only just with Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he uh, also played for Fulham after that. And then Hartlepool United, Pete. Yeah, I watched him a, a canny few times. He was still head and shoulders. Even at 38, he was putting balls into places that he expected people to run into, but they just weren't running into. He's on a different page. So he looked, yeah, it was, it was astounding. He was still so quick and so sort of. His feet were just so fast. Ridiculous! Just that glorious Peter Beasley shimmy, which yeah, yeah that's a great. Off. That's a bit, that is one of the most electrified moves in yeah. sports. England played. had a few <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. That's Kanijeres. <laughs> but England had a few players who could do a little shimmy or a little drop of the shot. Do you think Barnes, Waddle, yeah. Beards? Yeah. Waddle had a great. The thing yeah. that's a great thing. Waddle looked like a drunk on the ball. Mm. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's one of those things I like. I should have called that, that the Waddle Wobble. <laughs> yeah, the thing, that thing. You, one of those things I love about football is that thing you can't quite put your finger on, but it's like, oh, he's done it again. Mm. Yeah, amazing. Well, Messi has that. Doesn't he? A lot of the time, it looks like luck with this sort of thing. It's weird, isn't it? That group of England players did seem to have a little bit more European sort of flair technique about them. Do yeah. you think there was a, there was a yeah. few more individuals there? Maybe I'd say so. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Gascon was another one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, th- I think the, the, the big sort of thing in our in our sort of title challenge, well, Newcastle United's uh, title challenge, where um, everyone blames Aspria for well, everyone blames Keegan for putting Aspria yeah. up front when we lost 10, 12 points. That's right. It was more about the fact that he farmed Beasley out on the right again. Like nobody, the yeah. people don't. <laughs> they put him, <laughs> on the, put him on the right, and he was completely, he was completely, he was yeah, too slow it. for that sort of that yeah. sort of area. And, and he, uh, he's got to be amongst it, simply. Mm, yeah. Definitely. Another thing about that as well with the twelve point thing is that was uh, uh, United had a game in hand when they had twelve points, right? So, so yeah, really yeah. but it was still a substantial. Still yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. But I think that's fair to point out. Sure. Um, I saw Beasley play actually in one of those sort of charity six aside tournaments. Oh yeah, I think he was playing in a team with like Anton Deck or I something. I think I might have seen him. that. Oh, that's Chelsea. I've played football against Anton Deck's team. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and Deck was. Uh Injured with his arm in the sling, but he came on to watch and Ant played in goal. If they're if they're too far apart, do they weaken? Well, I think that's what that's what Deck was <laughs> they, there. No, they weep. Yeah, and uh, and Ant was in goal, and, and the very last kick of the game, I was in. It's like a six side game, yeah. and he came out, and I put it wide, I was gutted. Oh, <laughs> that's a real shame. Um, Beardsley did finish his career for the Melbourne Knights in Australia, and apparently, in one of those games, he got a yellow card for wearing his shorts backwards. <laughs> Seems harsh. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he's now coaching uh, in the Newcastle Academy, and he's a, a real local hero. Yeah. You know, he's um, not a real fan's favourite. Who has a bad word to say about him? He had a bit of a run in with Terry McDermottson, weirdly. Did and he? that's literally in between that and the, the fallout with um, Rhoda is like the, the the only two sort of examples of anybody having a bad word to say yeah. about him. In he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, just, yeah. Universally regarded with a lot of warmth and affection in England. Hartlepool, they always said he wouldn't walk past a kit bag without helping somebody with it. Really? Oh, really? Wow. He's a genuinely humble man. Even at like even at like thirty seven, he was yeah. at yeah. Well, thirty eight, he was um, when he finished playing. Well, if yeah. he's still playing, if he's still coaching, if he's coaching then now, would be a great influence on the young players and stuff. Yeah, very much. Especially you've got humility as well yeah. in 2007 he was um, put into the English Football Hall of Fame and he's now in the Dean Windass Hall of Fame <laughs> come on in Peter Beasley <laughs> 
before we go, we have to mention that we played the the Listener Force, as they dubbed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the Ramble Force versus the Listener Force, a team of um, uh, marvellous listeners who, yeah. uh, last Friday. And we won 7-3, but it was a close one. It was a good game. Excellent game. It's a tale of two keepers, I think. Very yeah. much so. Our keeper, Tom. Tom Mortimer, Tom yeah. Mortimer. Kept us in it. He I made a couple of outstanding saves. He is at one hell of a keeper. I don't want to get over the top, lads. But get him on that plane <laughs> Yeah is that right <laughs> He, he, he made incredible. one of the best saves I've ever seen <laughs> One of the best saves I've ever seen He like Because I was off at that point Obviously You're under pressure Yeah And uh, <laughs> <laughs> We were he struggling was, <laughs> He was stood up Like completely upright And One side of the goal And the other lad Had an open net And hit it to the bottom corner And he saved it Like <laughs> it was ridiculous The other keeper was class as well And oh, yeah, I yeah. He was an absolute bastard For tipping the ball over the bar Yeah he was He loved it <laughs> so This is great news for me Because I had to miss this game um, but by the sounds of it I can actually go out on pitch yeah, we'll now on pitch. brilliant <laughs> move you out on pitch yeah. but um, that was a good game and to be fair 7-3 probably doesn't reflect it I mean it was the hardest game we've had and it was 4-2 for a while and we were on the ropes for a little I, bit. I was carrying an injury though sort of yeah Pete had a big know. ankle injury yeah. <laughs> Chavi-esque yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, just if anyone any wants sort of attitudes in life if anyone wants to um Challenge us to a game As always Drop us an email Podcast at the footballramble.com I want to play one of these games I enjoyed that Yeah it was good And don't forget also Quickly before you wrap up um, You can go to Betway.com Forward slash The football ramble If you want to bet with us Gamble with the ramble (laughs) (laughs) Well my lords Ladies and gentlemen That is indeed The end of the show Um, And if you want to Check out the website The website is Thefootballramble.com And also on Friday afternoons Don't forget that We will be Bringing you a bit of Football ramble extra At 442 Dot com. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Petey. Well, be it all. And say goodbye, Lukey. Goodbye, Lukey. <laughs> Bring out the jelly. <laughs> Bring out the jelly. <laughs> Bring out the jelly. <laughs> <laughs> What will bears keep in a bag? Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Love it. Honestly, if you no, are, I think if you are, well, hang on, this is it's a bag of honey. <laughs> that good though. If you want, James, if I can just be serious for one Champions second. Imagine a bag of honey. If you <laughs> are camping in bear country, put your food up a tree with a rope, uh, quite a distance away from where you're camping. Otherwise, you'll get ripped to pieces. <laughs> yeah. Good well. advice. Do you know when bears hi- hibernate? They pack their anuses with uh, mud. Why? I don't know, really. <laughs> well, you don't want to poo. You don't sure want to fill up the front of your cave with poo. But does that fly in the face of, you know, do bears jobby in the woods? Yeah, you know? exactly. Is this is this bears in general or just a specific bear you've met? <laughs> you, you did work in a zoo. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, the sort of, uh, the, 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 men, the gay men who are really hairy. One, uh, of, the, sort of. one, of, the, one of the things that surprises me is that squirrels don't really hibernate. I thought they did, but they hide the acorns for the winter, but they don't hibernate. Mm. They're always out and about. It's always a game. Yeah. It's always a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.